Hey guys, this is Mike and Paige. We are college sweethearts living close to Nashville. We have four uh, kids and <laughs> we love a good podcast uh, and we love a good story. Me too. So we thought we would uh, put our own together and hand it out to you guys. Are you wondering who the other voices are? Nope. They're our best friends. Oh, it's Woo-hoo. us. <laughs> this is Dan and Amanda Ryan. Hi. They're from the Buffalo area. And they are our best friends. Are you already connecting dots? Best mm. friends and Buffalo. We're going to talk about some fun stories today, guys. Oh, yes. So fun. For those of you who've been with us for a little bit, you, you know the stories from Buffalo. Uh, lot, lots of good good came out of Buffalo. So. Pizza. Uh, Pizza. Pizza. Very good, Buffalo. delicious food. What wings. is the, the wings Buffalo place? Wings. Duff's. Duff's. Well, or Anchor Bar. Anchor Bar. No, no, no. It's Anchor Bar. And how many did I eat? Oh, 24. Four wings. Oh, it was a lot. Thousands. It was a lot. It was okay, a lot of wings. So they have a Amanda picture of you is on my wall, best so. friend from college. We met at Moody Bible Institute. And for our starter, uh, fun story, we're gonna tell <laughs> Oh god. One of our more stupid times in life. Yeah, that would be <laughs> I guess. Or for me, I guess for me. You can you can have your own life. Tell am, a story also for me. Am I supposed to tell it? No, I'll tell it. I'll okay, tell it. you start it because okay. I, I like to interject. I don't like to start stories. I like to like fill in the you're the you're, com- an, you're an interrupter. I'm the color commentary and she's the play by play. Okay. Right? Great. Is that what So sure. we were at Moody and at Moody it's a very um conservative Christian college. I did not realize that going in. I knew that they had some Different oh, really? rules. I oh, I that. had no idea, Dan, at all. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I totally knew, but that was like what I was used to. So I was sure. like, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so summer break's coming up, and we had friends, like I've mentioned before, who do just like some really incredible things. And we had friends who were going to Germany, I think it was, and they had gotten permission from the dean of students to drink while they were at Moody because, or in Germany, we had signed a student life guide that just said while we were students we couldn't do X, Y, and Z. The SLG. Yes, the SLG. From from here on forth, you'll be hearing it as the SLG. (laughs) And in the SLG, it said that we couldn't do certain things. We couldn't be alone in a room with someone of the opposite sex. That was a pretty severe one. No nose rings. No nose rings. Um, no watching movies, right? No, right. No, no, no movies at all. No piercings at all. I think uh, Chicago's campus Chicago's said no, ta- was no, no tattoos. Uh, oh, yeah. No, you couldn't show them. That was the thing with the tattoos. Anyways. Or the movies, probably. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ooh. So anyways, um, in the SLG, there was a clause. And herein lies the problem. Because I love a good line flirting. Loophole. I love a, a good lo- loophole. I love a good flirting with the line. She loves a good loophole. <laughs> yes. So I have saved us a lot of money from loopholes. <laughs> By the way, yeah. I love it, a good yeah. contract. It helps them. when you pay attention to the details. I'm saying. We actually, actually kind of learned that today. Uh, yesterday. Yeah, a little bit. Anyways, all of this to say... Um, we had friends who were going to Germany to visit family, and they had said, you know, it's culturally acceptable in Germany to drink beer, and they got permission from the dean of students to do so, and there was actually like this, I think there was a line in the SLG that said, hey, if you're going to a country that it's culturally acceptable to drink, then you can drink. And I was like, 
Done. That's all I need to know. And I like somebody invite me somewhere so I can get drunk. No. Which culturally acceptable. I mean, like, it's pretty much culturally acceptable to drink everywhere. I'm saying. So this is what I decided. I get I gathered my band of misfit friends. Not really. They're not misfits. But I mm. I gathered friends and I Be said straightforward about guys, it. the SLG says that we can go somewhere culturally where it's acceptable to drink. And in Canada, at 19, you can drink. That's true. You know who else talked to people like that? They were like, what did God say in the garden? He said, uh, (laughs) you probably shouldn't uh, touch that uh, thing over there. Yeah. All right, Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, props. So I had another best friend who was in town from Nashville. Um, She went, a girl that I was working with at The Gap went, um, Amanda you at the and I, gap? Yeah, I did. she did. I, it was one of my favorite jobs, actually. Didn't cool. you get fired? I did get fired. The same time yeah. you got fired from IHOP. Oh my gosh! You got yes. fired from IHOP. I got, that I got fired us. from IHOP. That is probably like out of all the places to get fired from. That's probably the lowest. Listen, of the low. I was a good fit for the IHOP in New York, but at the IHOP in Spokane, it just wasn't. I wasn't uh, vibing with it. No, what did he, they say? I wasn't IHOP material or something. Oh, stop. Whoa. I was like... That's weird. That's heavy. Something like that. Yeah, anyways. So, anyways, we gathered our friends. kind of gal. And um, we decided to go to Canada. It was um, all of maybe six hours from where we were because we wanted to go to Vancouver. And so beautiful. It was gorgeous. So we gathered up, all our friends. We did the whole, like crossing the border thing, which I had never done before. I think I called my mom and I was like, hey, I'm leaving the country for a day. I'll be back tomorrow. Just want to let you know that I won't have cell service for a day. I'm going to Canada to drink. Which remember when you didn't have cell service when you went to Canada? Because now you do. Oh, I didn't. You know that? Okay, so <laughs> I've crossed the border so many times. Mm-hmm. Not for anything shady. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the I'm from, listen, the listen, I'm from Buffalo, which is like 20 minutes from Niagara Falls. So I grew up like we went to Canada quite regularly because the Canadian falls are way prettier than the uh, than the American falls. The so anyways, I've crossed the border a million times. That so that USA? was <laughs> Yeah. All right. Now I'm so, going to get a call from... <laughs> The consulate. I don't know. What this are the people? Well, the guys. border like, patrol. Thanks for having us. <laughs> so we go to Canada. It's been real. Um, we spend some time like just walking around Vancouver, looking at things. Drinking bubble tea. Drinking bubble tea. Take cute pictures. You know, did the dress stuff I think we thing. had sushi. I think we had sushi. And then we were like, okay, it's night. Like, let's go to the bars. <laughs> and side note. Now that it's nighttime, it's time to drink. Right. <laughs> Um, also, like any let us commit our crimes in the night. <laughs> teenagers. So we were basically teenagers. Also, uh, I it was a bunch of us girls, and I was like, "Don't you think we might like need a guy to keep us safe?" And I said, "No." But we did. We took a guy friend who was less than noble character, I think. Not my guy friend. It was Paige's guy friend. I didn't really. It was really... mine and my, co- and my friend from Nashville. She was also good friends with him. Yeah. And I was like, mm, I know who he is, but right. not impressed. Human scum of the earth. Ooh. <laughs> Mike has this, like, if I could, if I could. I, I, so uh, one of the evil of my heart is I have a list of people that I would publicly fist fight gladly. He calls it his people that do punch in the face. Yeah. People, yeah. Yeah. And he's on that <laughs> very, list. Very. Original. So is Stephen Furtick, by the P- way. You hear that, Furtick? P- calling you out. for you. I- Anyways. P-T-I-P-I- so we go to the... T-I-P-I. <laughs> 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 
we go to the bar and like we're being ridiculous. Like and also like no one is there. I think we all oh, they, we definitely chose like it was empty. Empty. I'm saying empty. We walk They're into this one bar. Finding and, like, out that now for the first it's, time. It's probably like eight. Maybe. It was. They were and they were like old people bars, like yeah. not like Those clubs. Are the best bars. We guys. weren't at clubs. We we went right. to like the bars where and we were getting shots for like five dollars. Yeah, where the guys who go to drink like. 12 beers a night and they don't want to drink alone or something. I don't know. Well, they weren't drinking alone they that night, They were not drinking alone. We were there. <laughs> we, we were bringing the hotness factor. And oh. we, yes, we had a blast. It was super fun. Um, it and was And we delightful. danced. I, it, they weren't, again, they weren't clubs. Uh, they were not filled with people, so it was us dancing. Was there music? To like <laughs> yeah, there was like a jukebox, music? I think, right? Oh, on mean, the old quarter jukebox. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the jams weren't playing. Listen, we were making our own fun. Yeah, it was we, fun. So we start like what so many shots. So, so I mean, yeah, yeah, we were like, we were going straight into this Making like shots. And right I don't. Todd, you want to go to the cornfield this weekend? Let's make our own fun. <laughs> and this it, is the cornfield that we got drunk at. <laughs> in uh, in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> In, in this corner, the corn oh been gosh. fermenting for days. We, we've decided just now as a podcast, we're only going to like riff on Des Moines, Iowa. Yep. Yes. Yes. Des Moines, Iowa. And guys named John. And guys named John. So anyways. <laughs> I punch in the face. <laughs> so. I'll live stream it. We, <laughs> we get pretty tipsy. Amanda, do you place. feel like you were drunk drunk? Um, so that was, that was my first time, like, I think ever drinking. Same, same, same. And I was tipsy. I remembered everything. So I didn't feel like I was drunk, but I was, I felt really silly and I wasn't walking straight. And I remember going to the bathroom at one point and being like, wow, the walls are moving. But like. (laughs) But not drunk, drunk. Definitely not drunk, drunk. (laughs) Not drunk, drunk. But I remembered everything. I don't know. I don't sure. know, but I was silly and I was definitely a little drunk. So what happened in the elevator? Because you told okay. me this and I didn't remember oh. it. Okay, so we get in the elevator when we get to the, our hotel because we were very safe about it. We didn't drive or anything. Mm-hmm. We went to bars that were like within walking distance of our hotel. So we walked back to the hotel and um, our friend Sarah and I were like, we were walking and being super silly on the walk back. And... Then we got in the elevator, and there was someone on the elevator that we didn't know, but I was like, hi. Just Amanda being... is the most friendly northern person I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I Yeah. But you belong I, in the south. Listen, Buffalo is very friendly. Buffalo is very friendly, I yeah. would say. I've been there Don't everybody just belong times? in the south? Yeah, that's Isn't true. That like a... Yeah. That's the southern charm. So no. I, was, I said <laughs> hi to someone, and I don't... Bless your heart. I don't Mike. remember. I, I think I chatted with someone in the elevator. And so we got off the elevator and John was like, you guys are such sloppy drunks. Like, And Amanda lost it. And I was like, what are you talking about sloppy drunks? We're not sloppy drunks. Who are you? And I just, I just. And her inhibitions like, were down. Now, mind you, I was, I'm not a very angry person. It takes a lot to get like my anger to well up within me. But I, mean, I my gosh, when my husband stole your pills, you were not. <laughs> I yeah. I, spoiler alert! Much spoiler, gosh. Gosh. <laughs> so yeah. So you have to bleep that out. No. <laughs> gosh. So I felt no the spoiler. Oh. So I felt the anger welling up within me, um, and I was like, 
I just went off. And now, mind you. Amanda smash. Listen, <laughs> yes. Okay. Prior to that, I don't think I had ever gone off on anybody in my life. Since then, I've definitely become a lot more. Uh, Abrasive? Uh, more comfortable with confrontation, I sure. would say. So anyways, so I went, so I, no, I'm not abrasive. (laughs) Aggravated confrontation. Stop it. So, uh, I'm not abrasive. (laughs) So I just started, like, I went off and I was like, who are you? Like, I don't even know you. We're not even friends. No Which one, is true. No one likes you. I, said, I don't like you. I don't like you. I don't even like you. You're like you're here. You're not my friend because he's not. He's Paige's friend. And, and I was like, I don't even like you. Like, uh, what did what else? Did I say anything else? I don't know. Seems you tore into him pretty good there. I know that was pretty. Funny. I I mean, for who I was at that point, it was kind of like. And then she blacked out. Woke up with blood all over her. We never saw John ever again. Her appendix was missing. It's Canada. Oh, yeah. No, I. so I was like so livid because I was like, who is this guy? I'm not a sloppy drunk. I'm just being, I'm having fun. I remember like you and maybe Sarah going, you and someone going into the bathroom and like you, like even though he was physically in the room, you're still like miffed and... I, oh yeah, I was trash talking him hard. Yeah, in and the I didn't, room, like and I right didn't there. care if he heard me because I was like, I don't like you. And and here's the thing, you know, when you get a vibe from a person prior to this vibe. whole this whole thing, they, I knew. Ones. Yeah, I knew that I didn't like this person, and yeah. I knew that I didn't get a good vibe from him. And I, I mean, I'll stand by it because, like, I get. Would you say that I get like, uh. Intuitions about people. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like I'm not usually totally wrong. I'm I'm usually pretty. You're pretty step out on. Yeah, like about how I feel about people. Like I don't know. So I he was, all of the people you like, I have always really liked. And the people I don't like, I don't know many of those. There aren't many. Like <laughs> when I come to well, Buffalo, I'm not meeting the people you you're don't like. You're not meeting the people I don't like. <laughs> They're That's not true. Lining up. That's true, but there aren't really a whole lot of people that I don't like. Guys, we too. have a fun weekend planned for you. <laughs> yes. Are you ready? Okay, this next time a- you come, I'll introduce you to all the people I don't like. And then George, you tell me if you like George them or not. And I hope none of them are listening because then they're going to be like, wow. For some reason, Amanda really wanted to introduce me to her friends this week. Frenemies Tour 2021. Frenemies Tour. I like that. Talking about you, Barbara. I, listen, there aren't a whole lot of people I don't like, but this was a person I really didn't like. And then when put a little liquor in me and... Apparently. Apparently, all the feelings came out. So anyways. Apparently. That was a fun trip, though. I think we should keep talking about how we don't like this person collectively. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really like... I didn't love the kid. Uh, He did some kind of shady things that summer. And then, like, I was... We kind of lost contact, whatever. Um, But then Mike was like, I really don't like that kid. And we started dating, like, two years after that. Well, and it's funny, because Mike and I just, as we were preparing for this podcast episode, we're talking, and as we were talking about, I was like, yeah, I, I did not like that guy. He's like, I didn't either. I had no idea that you knew him. Yeah. Like... Oh, because... Because so I was only Amanda, there for a year. Amanda and I started the same year. I had a year of college prior. Then we started the same year at Moody. And then Mike came the following year. So they never went to college together. Yeah. So it's really funny that we knew these, this guy and both of us at separate separate years had bad vibes from him.
right, so like I said, these are our couple best friends, Dan and Amanda. And Amanda and I were friends in college. We actually weren't like super close this, the uh, year that we went to college together. We became friends like the last six weeks of college. Mm -hmm. And then I seem to have really great relationships with people who love long distance friendships. Right. <laughs> and Which is funny because I don't do them. But, yeah, Mike's yeah. really awful at long And it's actually super funny because I feel like I've never been great at long distance. But our friend, I mean, I I think we talk, if not daily, like three, four times a week. Yeah, and Easy. it's usually me calling you, so. Yeah, I do. I will say that. Usually when you're driving. Okay. It's true. Well, I, I, like, I have a long commute now, so I like to just chat with people. I, I agree. Um, I never get a phone call. Uh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. Okay. Mike, so Dan, Mike, I've let you down. So Dan and Amanda, I came to visit one spring break. To Buffalo, and that was my first time there. And I remember meeting Dan. Was that 2019? Yes. Yes, that was my first time to Buffalo. No, when Dan and Amanda were dating, it was, you mean 2009? We weren't even, two, oh, 2009, I mean. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh my like, God. 2009. And yeah. we weren't even dating yet. We weren't. Um, I had a friend group who really loved Dan Berlin, and Amanda was like, hey, I gotta go meet a friend. He made me a CD. Um, and I was like, okay. And so then... Because that's what friends do. That's what... For exactly. I'm saying. So, <laughs> so then we go to this, like, I don't know where it was. It was a parking lot. Yeah, it was the parking lot of the church that we went okay. to. Because there was a youth group event that night, and he and I were both youth leaders. But I had said, oh, I can't make it because my friend's coming into town. But he was going to be there, and he was like, oh, I have that CD for you. So he... Was like so. I just stopped by to pick it up. Right, and so he gets out of the car and he has an Amberlynn shirt on, and I was like, "Hey, I love that band." And we get back in the car. Like it's not. I mean, maybe we were in the same space for three minutes. Yeah, maybe. And we get back in the car, and I go, "Amanda, who's that kid? He's cute." No, this is what she said. She said, "Who is that beautiful man?" Hey, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what? No, it was." It was just Dan Ryan. Like, I've known this guy since I was nine. Thanks for sticking up for Listen, me. Listen, I'm not saying, I mean, I'm not saying that I didn't think you were beautiful. I was just like, what? That, that's just Dan, she you know? She didn't think it yet. Because I had she these feelings. I did have those feelings blossoming within me. Oh, for sure. I was trying to encourage those feelings. And then Paige was like. She was blossoming for you, Dan. I was blossoming for you. Within her. That's, a, that's an infection. That's even more. <laughs> The pus was I'm a brewing. For no. you. <laughs> Call it a UTI, man. <laughs> Aren't you a nurse? I mean, come so on. listen. Uh, so yeah. So Paige was like, and I, I think at that point I had kind of started to have like thoughts about maybe liking him, but we had known each other for so long that it was kind of like it was weird. It was weird, and and I thought at that point he was dating someone else, but I think he actually wasn't. Dan, come to find out. Were you starting to have thoughts about Amanda, too, at this point in your Were life? you having blossoming thoughts? Are we talking thoughts? about impure thoughts? No, or? no, thoughts. Like, <laughs> were, was, was anything blossoming Live and on the record. You? Was there anything blossoming within your loins for me? I was. <laughs> that got real biblical. Uh, You're making her mix CDs. We're friends, yeah, 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 yeah. No, at that point, listen, the, I, that's, you make mix CDs for one person, one person only. Is that true? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you like this Amber Lynx in so long. <laughs> Lord, this is uh this one has Bethel and Ele 
Elevation, and and this new one has Maverick City on it too. We hope. I I, I just really want you to like it. Like me, like me, like, like it. Like <laughs> Jesus is your summer mix, twenty twenty one. Have a great summer. So, Wait. anyways, they they started Wait, did dating. Did you think I was cute then? Yeah. Oh, you're so I mean, cute. You still are. We talked about this. She, Amanda's just increasing in hotness as she goes. It's really not fair. You sent me that Facetune thing today <laughs> of me as an old lady. Yeah, and you're still. And hot. you look great. I you thought I was cute. Good yeah. brows. You still too. date me when I'm old. Okay. I mean, so yeah. Amanda. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so Amanda and Dan. Still alive. This podcast took a strange turn right around this time. <laughs> they started dating about six months before us. Um. They're, then Mike and I started dating, but before that, I was like, "Ooh, I think this guy's showing me a lot of tension." And you know, of course, Amanda was like, "What's his Facebook?" <laughs> so I oh yeah, him. so I wanted to creep on him, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's so cute! He has a beard." Dan has a beard also, and glasses. Dan also has glasses, so obviously, yeah, we I was rugged, good looks. Mm-hmm. Dan right, also right. had that. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, turns out like well, then we end up marrying the guys that we. Uh, that we were dating, and we have since always joked that Dan and Amanda are skinny Mike and Paige. Um, Mike's coming for you, Dan. He's coming for you. I know. I, Listen, I think well, that... I'll, really, I'll meet I, you halfway. I think I think all of us are moving closer to halfway is what's happening. So, like... So, anyways, then we... You like, passed the uh, brownies. <laughs> we're getting... I can get you when we get you one. I, I finished them. No, <laughs> we, um... We got married, and then I think a real bonding point of our friendship with Amanda was, like, we did the dating things together, the whole, like, trying not to have sex while you're dating. I think the first time we actually met Mike, though, was at your wedding. wedding. At the wedding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. But we had uh, FaceTimed a lot. But then when we started getting, like, we were in our marriages. Yeah. We were like, oh, my gosh, I think we're married to the same human. (laughs) And Amanda and I also have very mirroring personalities. It's it, true. I, I'll tell you this. The best part is when you guys aren't around and me and Dan will just kind of like share stories. And the thing is, it's almost like... today? Were you doing that today? No. All the time. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> not today. Absolutely not. But literally... Today we were just could, sharing prayer requests with could, each other and stuff. <laughs> you, could, you could have somebody typed what we're saying, but not put who's saying it. And then, and it's like and, 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 did you and have the story works, what I was saying? <laughs> the story works for either of them. <laughs> I mean, but it's the same thing. Like Amanda will call me and she's like, I'm just so frustrated at Dan. And she'll say things and I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Mike does the exact same thing. Yep. And they're done that. <laughs> yeah. You know, we should have done the, we should have done the, 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 the funny story about the time that uh, Amanda duped me into destroying her kitchen. Uh, for for a remodel that Dan didn't know about. <laughs> you want to talk about so that's that? Next, wait, next episode. <laughs> okay. Listen, that's actually kind of part of the story. The story, a okay. little bit. Uh, uh. So, getting into the story, um, you'll all know. I would see now, but see now. Blah, 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 blah. When we talk about in episode, Mike gets caught. We One talk, and two. We talk about uh, uh, me going to Buffalo. And Dan and Amanda are the people's houses that we went to. They are our couple best friends. We are the Buffalo people. And they decided they wanted to unveil their identity. <laughs> when we dun, first dun, started dun. talking. We thought about we thought I'm about my doing li- my license out. Your license? <laughs> yeah, so you can unveil. We your... thought about doing where like I talk with like those microphones or you know <laughs> that changes our voice. That changes my voice. 
And I talk like this. <laughs> but that we thought that might be a little hard to communicate, actually. <laughs> uh, we, when we first recorded, recorded the episodes, we just wanted to honor them as much as possible. But also, like, if they want to tell people who they are, Oh, man. I, I thought I tagged them in that. <laughs> <laughs> so, tonight in our episode, we're going to talk about everything from their perspective. Mm. Um... So I'll set the stage. Um, so the ch- such the shutdowns had just started. We um, have talked about when things get crazy. I want to go and run. So at first we were talking about this today. At first I was like, Amanda, let's go to Disney. Like the flights are super cheap. We can go one day. Blah blah blah. Full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't know about that until today. <laughs> oh, no, Dan, this is the fun part about doing a podcast. We do something or other. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. figure out things. You find things out, and you're like, wow. It's like self counseling. So, actually, I waited a whole year. I know. Amazing. To go to Disney. So, yeah. Because she did go surprised. <laughs> and to nothing else was stopping you, not, you know, a pandemic or anything. It was your decision not to go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I called a man, and I was like, let's go do something fun. Let's just take the girls. We'll go to Disney. It'll be a day. And then, literally, there was, like, the um Disney was closed, like, the next the day. The sirens yeah. were going off. There, there was a press conference, and Trump said, like, that, that we were going to shut down or whatever, and Disney closed its door. I think Disney announced that they were closing, and then the press conference happened. Like, I don't know. It was, like, within minutes of each other. So, then I was like, well, flights are super cheap. Everything's ending. <laughs> Where can I go? And I was like, ah, oh, let's go to Buffalo. Um, that rhymed. Obviously. Let's go. So I decided should've to go. Should have been Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, should have. Should have. Anyway. There's still time, guys. That would have been a very different There's story, huh? It would have. Still would have created a pandemic baby. Getting all hopped up on corn. <laughs> this is the field that we got drunk in. <laughs> anyway. This is where wonder was made. So, so me and the kids go up. Um, we're hanging out. I think I was there for maybe a day and a half. And I'm mm-hmm. calling Mike and... Just touching base, and Mike was like, oh, I'm hated here. I miss you guys. And we're all on the couch. I don't know if y'all remember that. We're all on the couch, and I'm like, you guys, should, you should come. Like, we hate your job anyways. What's the point? And so the next thing we all know. Little did we know jobs would become. Scarce. Very scarce in the next year. Right. So my, Mike gets a flight to Nash, or to Buffalo, mm-hmm. and... Uh, he's there the next day, so that was fun. Um, and the night before he came, me and Amanda had a conversation. All Amanda, through the house, uh, not Paige, a creature was stirring. Not even a mouse. Not e- no, I don't think we have mice. Uh, so Paige was like, I remember you were closing your laptop. You were you were in the dining room, and I was in the kitchen. And you looked at me and you were like, Hey, and just so you know, while Mike's here, like. And now I had recently started taking Adderall for ADHD. This is Amanda saying she used to take Adderall. Yes. I started taking it. I got diagnosed with uh, ADHD at 30, but I was like breastfeeding and then pregnant and whatever. So then finally I wasn't pregnant. I wasn't breastfeeding and I was like, I started taking it like a few weeks prior. Um, And Paige and Mike had already known that. And so she's like, hey, by the way, when Mike's here, he is under no circumstances to get any Adderall. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, of course not. And I, I don't think I really realized because I had known that, like, it had been a thing 
In the past. In the past. But I was like, it's over, done with. Like, I kind of just, like, thought it was, like, open book, closed book, beyond that, whatever. Me too. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) I want to win. So I was like, oh, of course. (laughs) I was like, of course not. You know, like, I'm not, I needed that. Like, it's actually helping my brain. Right. You were so jazzed about it. You were like, this is the the clearest I've thought in years. I didn't know I could think so clearly. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. I, it just made so much sense. Limitless. My brain. You're like limitless. Limitless. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, unlimited. We say no Adderall. I don't know. Um, and I was like, yeah, of course not. And then I think I said, so wait, do you want me to count it? And she goes, oh, yeah, you probably should. And I was like, okay. And then I don't think I'd taken it that day, so I forgot to count it. Because, um, <laughs> you know. Scatterbrained. Yeah. So, anyways, the next day, uh, you had you. We went to what, pick up the morning. Yeah, the morning after, the morning you arrived. Was it the morning you arrived? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we had gone to pick him up, or you went to pick him up, came back. We all hung out. We had a great. We were night. all hanging out. We re- renovated your kitchen. Oh yeah. We stayed up all night. Oh yeah. Mike and out. I started ripping out renovated cabinets. Renovated is a strange word. To now use Dan there. was working from home, upstairs. We're gonna tell. And I was out. Okay, this is all of a place. So I was out on disability at the time, actually, because um, so we had had a miscarriage. I had gone back to work afterwards, but then I started having really like struggling with postpartum depression. And my doctor had taken me back out of work, and I was having a really hard time. And that's when, like, so while I was out of work, that's when I started taking Adderall. Once my postpartum was kind of, like, more under control, we started taking Adderall to see if that could kind of help with all the symptoms I was having as well. So I was out of work, and I was like, hey, the world is crashing down. Like, I need a project, and I hated my kitchen. So I started ripping down a cabinet. It all started with thinking, you wanted these stickers that looked like subway tile to put oh, as a backsplash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but subway tile is pretty cheap. Like, do you think Just you need do to actual learn subway tile. How to do subway yeah, so tile? I was like, yes, I can. So I started ripping stuff down, and then I was like, whoa, this is a mess. Yeah, and we exposed brick, which yes, is beautiful. beautiful. And then at one point, Amanda goes, I don't like this microwave. I want to get a new one. I want to move it. I want to move it. And it was one of those that are bolted up above the stove. And we were like, hey, we can't get this. Mike, can you help? And now, so mind Mike you, they, starts... they don't use like, <laughs> they didn't use like little nails to hold them up. Like these were well, sure, bolted in. Yeah, I know. but Huge like, bolts. It was so like, we had to destroy the top covers to get it out. Yeah, but the top covers were ugly anyways. And so. <laughs> so, so, so. You see what's happening. Here. This yeah. is how it progressed. But Dan didn't see any of this because he was upstairs working. So then he came down and was like. What? Because like on. we had ripped cabinetry like, off, no, ripped the walls off. I yeah. came, You're I came down because I just heard thud, 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 smack, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is strange. This seems like beyond mo- removing a backsplash sticker. Also, me and Amanda were doing this while not wearing any shoes. I remember <laughs> oh, being yes. like, I remember being like, I should probably put some shoes on because yeah. I'm stepping on rubble. <laughs> yes, oh my gosh, I totally remember that. So Dan, go ahead. Yeah, so we're like ripping stuff down. Dan comes down. You had you had torn down one of the walls, <laughs> didn't you? Yes. Like yeah. the stairs were ripped up going <gasps> oh, into our Oh, I had taken up the stairs. Yes, yes. yes. so I peeked over. from around I was gonna, like a raw drywall corner. I was going to close awesome. up the wall. So the, 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 the one entrance. of the entryways to their kitchen is coming from downstairs, and you can go either one way into the living room or another way into their kitchen. 
down that uh, down the stairway. So so she removed the stairs. <laughs> the side coming into the kitchen, so Dan couldn't. <laughs> and we had pushed the fridge in front of that, so you couldn't get down it. So it I just was... peeked my head over the top of the fridge through the wall. And you're like, what? Like, huh? There was what's happening? There was stuff everywhere. Yeah. I'm not a demolition guy. I mean, it, I know I know how to do stuff, but. No, you, I can confirm you were a demolition <laughs> guy. <laughs> Y'all were. Okay, but like, actually, that was super fun. I love the demolition part. It was a lot of yeah, fun. Demo's fun. Uh, putting it back together has taken a year. But it's been a year. My kitchen's still not done. That's a whole other story. That's the so, life of. So here's one of those stories where me and Dan so can be seven. telling. Like, my wife decided to just one day start demoing the kitchen. And I could, and like, we could type it out. Nobody know who said it, Dan or, Dan or me. So, but I go upstairs because I felt awful. Like, I remember Dan goes upstairs very frustrated, clearly. And I was like, Amanda, you didn't, uh, you didn't tell him? You didn't tell him we were going to do this? And she's like, well, no, I just wanted to get it started. And I went upstairs and I was like, hey, buddy, I am so sorry. <laughs> like, I felt awful. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> anyway, and one, and one of the best parts was, is, this is where Paige and Amanda are very much so alike. Um, they have double windows in their kitchen. And Amanda goes to me, how hard would it be for us to close up those windows and, move, and move, or move the windows over? <laughs> <laughs> windows. That's... Not, not getting new ones. Shifting them five feet over one way. Okay, but let me tell you, I got rid of one of the windows. Did you? Yeah. That's fine. We closed it up. So anyways, we had a lots of projects while Mike was there in a span of 12 hours. Literally. It was one day. Yeah. Uh, and we hung out that night. Then we went to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike in this time was not sleeping very well. And he also liked to tell the world of Facebook that he wasn't sleeping that well. And so I think I it was... was, a, it, was it, it was a way to, to like build up a, a narrative for my drug abuse. Oh, yeah. Nice. It, no, it is. You can see my face. No, it, it's a way that you you build it up so that way, like you also make yourself believe it. Like yeah. if I'm going to tell the world this is true, mm-hmm. they're going to believe it, and then I'm going to believe it. I hate that. So, so the next morning, he had said like he had slept really poorly, and then he had said he needed Tylenol, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, just tell me where it is. I can grab it." And I was like, "Oh wait," I thought in my head like, "Okay, the Tylenol is where the Adderall is. I still have to count that," and so. We, you go downstairs. I went to the kitchen to go get it because I had it in like a cabinet, and he's like, "Oh, it's fine. I can go get it." And I was like, "Yeah, it's okay. They're it's like uh, they're like baby lock cabinets, and they have magnets on them." And he was like, "Or I said it was kind of complicated or something," and he's like, "Oh, okay, all right, yeah." And there's some no. Maybe maybe he said that, but I remember thinking like whatever it was that you had said made me instantly think like you were familiar with it. I was like, oh, that's strange. Like, I guess maybe they have the same ones or something. But like, it was, I, think he I recognized like, oh, immediately you knew like- exactly how the cabinet opened. And I was like, yeah. that's interesting that he would know exactly what nice. from that. Nice, babe. It was just one of those details that like yeah. sticks in because... So you know, I was like, no, it's okay. I'll get it. So I went and grabbed it. I grabbed my bottle of Adderall and like I was wearing pajama pants or something. So I just stuck it in my waistband and gave him the Tylenol. So then I uh, was like, okay, I'll run downstairs. I ran downstairs to the basement with the Adderall 
pulled it out of my waistband, set it down, and I can't remember if I counted it right then or if I went upstairs because I didn't want to be like too suspicious and then came back down afterwards. Um, I think you counted it pretty quickly. Did I count it right away? Mm-hmm. Um, and because I remember just something about the interaction being weird, and I was like, oh, I need to count that. I'm so glad you had that intuition because I didn't at the time. Yeah. I didn't think anything was weird. Yeah. So I counted it. And then I counted it again, and then I counted it a couple times. And I don't remember exactly how many were in there. I think I had like 20 or something like that. I don't remember. I was supposed to take two a day, like one in the morning, one at night. And it was a 30-day supply. You and Dan had talked, and you had discovered that like six were missing. So whatever, whatever, no, like from what you had taken, Uh there were six additional ones. Six additional ones. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we ended up calculating it out because I'd only just started taking them and wasn't taking them every day. And so I was like, yeah, there's some missing. Crap. Okay. So what did you think in that? Because the relationship's complicated because this is your best friend's husband. Uh Also, Mike's your really good friend. Uh Uh-huh. Aww. It's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> also, we had had the conversation a day ago, so that's weird. Yeah. So what I felt really right guilty then? that I felt guilty that I hadn't counted them first. Stop. Because I felt like, oh my gosh, I should have counted them first. Like, because I don't know how many were in there. Right. I don't know why. I, I like. I immediately felt bad. Like it was my bad. Or. I felt like I should have put them somewhere else. And I thought I did. I thought I did. Cause so I normally kept them right in the front of the cabinet. Mm-hmm. Like because it doesn't matter. Easy, easy yeah, to access access. I had stuck them in the whoops, in the back of the cabinet. Um like under something, like under a couple bottles or something like that. And I thought, like, oh, that's hidden enough. Right. Um, and so then I felt bad that I hadn't put them somewhere else. Sure. That was honestly like my first, my first thoughts. And then I was like, oh crap. Uh, okay, I have to go tell Paige and Dan. Like, I, well, so first I was going to tell Dan. I went upstairs to Dan's office to tell him because he was working. And my suitcases were in Dan's office. Uh-huh, and I just so happened to, you know, I was waking up. We were getting dressed for the day. I was getting the kids. I think I was trying to get the kids clothes. Yeah. So she was in there getting clothes out and Dan was in there. And I was like, okay. Uh, okay, so I just counted, I was like, guys, I'm sorry, I was like, I didn't count it last night, I just counted it now, and I'm pretty sure there's some missing, but I don't know how much, and I was like, and I said something about how many days I'd been taking it, I was like, but I shouldn't be missing that many, right? And they're like, no, you only just started taking this, and, because I was like second guessing myself, and then I was like, uh, yeah, so something's missing, and then Paige was like, I'm so sorry. I will get your pills back. And then she went downstairs. And... Yeah, because at that time, I was like, surely he hasn't ingested all of these. Because it was only... I mean, like, he had only been there, like, not even 24 hours at that point, oh, I yeah. think. So... So, yeah. So, you went downstairs. I don't remember us. What did, did we talk about it? Yeah, what happened when I was downstairs? Because... At that time, I went downstairs. Dan, that's that's I think, when I think Dan was downstairs with the kids. Yeah. So then I was sitting on the couch, eating a heated up uh, Subway sandwich. He you, came upstairs. You went downstairs to talk to Mike. 
Mm-hmm. I was upstairs with her just kind of being like, no, really? And just kind of, I the mean, a little, bit, a little bit in shock. I feel like we were in shock, kind of. Yeah. I mean, that was, I think there's, that's the only way to really describe it. Like, yeah, like not a I, whole lot of processing going on at the time. Like hurt and violated, but I was almost like. For sure violated. I, well, right. But I, I in, at least in that moment, I was like, I know she said something about this yesterday, but it's like you just don't think that, you know, it was actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. It was just a. And then, well, I, in my wildest dreams, would have never guessed that that happened, but I just wanted to, like, put that hedge of protection or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you went down to talk to him, and then the kids were downstairs. Well, you came back upstairs, and I sensed that you guys needed to talk, and I figured the kids were downstairs, and so I just went down, and I don't know what I did. Yeah, so I was downstairs talking to Mike, and I, I just flat out said, like, we're, you know, we're done. You've stolen half of our life from me. Um, well, you said at first. I'm booking him on a flight out. I, I was like, there's no other option. Well, I think you said like, you were like, okay, give me the pills or something. Didn't yeah, you I did. I asked for the pills and he was like, I don't have them. I was like, what do you mean you don't have them? And he was like, they, uh, I already took them. And I was like, how many pills did you take? And he, he couldn't even tell me the amount of pills that he took. Um, and first of all, that hit home. Like, that's insane. You don't know how, what you've put into your body. Mm. Um, but I, I asked him for the pills back cause I had told Amanda I was going to get them back. Then I was like in shock that they were actually gone. And then what went through my mind, and I'm so glad that this is what happened was like, there was that built in accountability of like, I had to act because there's no like letting the slide or talking about it when we get home from the trip, like it had to be dealt with right, right then and there, right then and there. And the only appropriate action is sending him home at minimum. Mm -hmm. But we had had the conversation in November. If this happened again, that we were done. So I had that conversation. Mm -hmm. Mike. So let's pause real quick on that. What, and I've alluded to this, and I think I've talked like a smidge, but what do you think would have happened? What do you think y'all would have thought if I, if that wasn't the consequence? What kind of space would that have put y'all in? If I was like, hey guys, we're just really sorry. And like Mike just continued to stay at the house. I've never considered that. Mm -hmm. Because it just felt like that was the only... I guess, I, I don't know if it was because he, like, he came after the original fact anyway. So I was like, well, I mean, he should just go home, you know, because, you know. Yeah. I, 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 I do think it would have probably changed the dynamic of our friendship because I don't think I would have. I tend to avoid my feelings. I tend to avoid unpleasant things. What? Um, this is brand new information. Right. I, for one, am shocked. Shocked. Uh, Dan is also a feeler. Dan also enjoys being in his feelings, like Mike. Uh, Being a human being? uh, A little bit. (laughs) Listen, I love my feelings when they are good ones. Sure. I will enjoy and feel all the happy thoughts. But when I have the sad thoughts, I just want to push them away and get over them faster. Push okay? them over to me. I will embrace and them. And that's so what all serial killers do, too. So. <laughs> oh, <Stop>. my gosh. <laughs> yes. I am a little broken. Okay? And that's what makes me 
good at my job. (laughs) And an enjoyable human. So anyway, so I probably would have like, I think I would. Should you clarify that? You're She's a, ner- a nurse. You're a I'm nurse, not, a, not serial a serial killer. killer. <laughs> I'm a nurse. That's what makes me good at my job. Similar dealing dun, with dun, dun, dying dun. patients. Right. Uh, dealing with oh, wow. messed up stuff. I've never for connected real. those dots. Um, have you ever seen Nurse Ratchet? This is a different picture than I okay. thought it was going to be. So, uh, I think I probably would have tried to shove it all to the side, all the unpleasant feelings, and I would have just like kind of tried to get past it. And then I think it would have come bubbling up, maybe not for a while. Uh, but we would have been in the elevator years later. She's like, "Who even are you? I don't, I don't like, like you. Nobody here <laughs> likes you. You're not even my friend. <laughs> you lost that years ago. I, I, I think it would have like hurt our relationship, but oh, maybe it not. Absolutely, would have. Maybe not right away. Like it might have taken some time because it might have been a slow drift, and I don't sure. think we'd be as close as we are now. Because I do feel like it brought us closer. <laughs> we have shared trauma, friends. We have shared trauma, for Three sure. Three-fourths of us have a, an offense against us. And we've just, like, talked... I love you. ...a lot more deeply, I think, this year than yeah. we ever would have. So I do think that it it's like... Um, what is it? Like, you know how, like, the fire, it purifies the, yeah. the metal, right? Isn't yeah. that... That's a thing, right? So uh, we were in the fire, you know? Oh. And I think... (laughs) Thank God there was another. There's another in the fire. Fire. Looking for sponsorships. Standing next to me. (laughs) I do really love that song. Um, Anyways, so yeah, I think it just would have... It would have probably just like... The fire would have smoldered. Yeah. And been put on the back burner and then gotten out. It would have gotten out of control instead of like being. We're not going to have to pay them for that three seconds we just sang their song. I hope not. I hope not. So I send Mike a pack in. I like in that conversation, pulled out my laptop, booked him a ticket. Oh, and and they got to see like me saying goodbye to the kids and stuff too, which is super fun. Just the funnest. Uh, so Dan drove Mike to the airport. That was the most traumatic part for me, honestly. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about that. Did you just skip it? I, again, unpleasant feelings. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> Absolutely the most traumatic part for Why? me. Uh, so I had a dad who chose substances over me. Mm. Never was in my life because he was an alcoholic and... Didn't choose to be around us. He chose instead to like pursue that. So I have a lot of, I guess, baggage when it comes to I have daddy issues. Terrible dads. Shut up. (laughs) No, just I have daddy issues, I guess. And who doesn't? Right. I know. I don't. My dad was there. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. I was like, wait a minute, what? Because I vividly remember also thinking like, and he knows what it's like to have a dad that's not there. Right. Mm. Believe me, that that really soaked in. I I remember sitting at the airport, honestly, by myself in the smoker thing and thinking that actually, plus a lot of other exploitives. Uh, You're just the biggest piece of crap is your dad. Way to go. Mm. I was, like, rage crying. Yeah. I was like, you know, oh, oh. oh." (laughs) 
Don't wake the baby. There is a baby in the room this time, you guys. First time ever. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I think I was, I was, I was feeling a lot of feelings for, and maybe I was trying to avoid feeling my own feelings too, because I do that. I'll feel feelings for other people, but not for myself as much. So I was feeling a lot of feelings for their kids. Yes. For, like, I was just thinking, like, oh my gosh. Zayo and Memphis and Zola, like they deserve to have a dad that's there that chooses to be with them over choosing anything else. And, and I mean, and I'm like, he's, if he's doing this, like, I don't know. I just had all these thoughts Mm. running across my brain and, and just thinking like how devastated I was for them to possibly not have a dad around. Like I didn't have a dad around, you know? If, like, if he's going to be making this choice. And especially because I know Paige, like, she had mentioned then that... Because I don't think I knew, like, what had gone on the prior November. I don't know if I really told anyone about no, that November. No, I think I... Like, you might have touched on it very briefly, but sure. never. I didn't know, like, the, in, the intensity of it, and I didn't know any ultimatums that had happened. So then when you told me, like, oh, n- like, it's over, I just remember just feeling, like, such deep sadness right. for... Your family, you know, because no one, no one goes into a marriage thinking that that's going to be the, the end result. Right, they're going to divorce this person in a couple of years, and I sure as heck didn't because I, <laughs> in true page, <laughs> I was like, we have a lot of fun together. That's and that's all you need to get rid of all the bad. Yeah. Right. So, anyways, that was what so I think those saw. that was what I was feeling. Yeah, you saw him saying bye to the kids. Yeah. And you were rage crying in the airport. But before that, Dan and you drove to the airport. And Dan, what was that like? What were you thinking, feeling, saying? Oh. I mean, it was quiet. I think a lot of it was quiet because I just thought that, like, probably... Uh, it's not something... I think we honestly went most of the way to the airport and didn't say a whole lot. I think you you apologized to me. Uh, I distinctly remember that. But I don't think there was a ton of talking. Uh, at least not like that I was trying... I wasn't trying to like have a lot of conversation with you. Not because like I didn't even want to, but because I just felt like it would be a weird dynamic. To, well, yeah. What do you... To, like <laughs> what to talk so, about? Small... Look Small at, talk, like, mm. Not many clouds in the sky The today. weather. <laughs> you high right uh, now? <laughs> <laughs> On my wife's Adderall? Um, <laughs> Does those Addies feel good? What's happening here? I, uh, I, I remember, I remember uh, thinking, though, that, like, I don't know, I said, what did I say earlier when I was talking about, like, I feel people's feelings, like empathy and stuff? Or was that, you haven't said that? maybe an earlier conversation? But uh, so I just, I felt like kind of, like, and I felt in the moment like you had to be in like a really dark place right. because um, as much as like I wanted to like dwell on uh, the fact that I felt hurt or violated or frustrated or angry or whatever uh, amount of those feelings was there. I just felt like, man, I just really hope that like Mike gets through this and mm-hmm. that he that this isn't where like where the mic part of my life ends and where like, Oh, so like, you're he saying gets you by. choose me. 
Well, I'm saying that... <laughs> he just made it clear. He was choosing me. <laughs> I got you guys. I <laughs> met you through Amanda. Through. So I think it's pretty clear what I would have to do. I'm saying. No, I just like that. That it's got to be so like. Pose before bros. Uh, <laughs> all day. All day. But I just really wanted you to be okay coming yeah. through that. And like, I, I, I don't know how to get you there, but like, I just, I felt like I didn't want you to go back and just. I mean, I did want you to be a little bit remorseful, but I didn't want you to like. I'm like baffled that that's even a thought that you had after being so wildly violated. Like, I think that shows you guys' heart tremendously. Like, that you felt sorrow that he had to say bye to his kids. And you hurt for my kids. Like, that that was your feeling. And that you... I mean, like, Dan and Amanda, that that was y'all's response. I mean, my gosh. (laughs) I think that speaks so loud to both of your characters. You're just great people. Stop. You're okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you, no, no, no. <laughs> Too I I, soon, Mike. No. <laughs> I remember I had to come up to you and say, hey, so, um, awkward question. Can you give me a ride to the airport? <laughs> and I think I said, like, I know I just, like, stole from your wife and, you know, destroyed our friendship, but uh, can I get a ride to the airport? <laughs> like, and, and you're like, yeah, man, totally. No, no problem. No yeah, problem. Yeah, man, I'm going to get you out of my house as soon as possible. No problem. No problem. The, the ride's leaving in just a minute, Mike. <laughs> Lock. Yeah. Uh, no. Gosh, that's unbelievable, Dad. So did you guys, I mean, at least for us, we have a lot of like late night as we're going to bed thoughts and we say like summaries of our day or whatever. In those coming days, did y'all have conversations unpacking what had happened? Because, I mean, it's pretty traumatic. Uh, I do remember that night. Yes, you did hold me as I cried. Yeah. And I don't do that a whole lot, right, would you say? Nope. I would no. say that you are not the crier. I am not the crier. How many? How often do you hold Dan as he cries himself to sleep? <laughs> pretty frequently. Four out of ten nights. <laughs> Listen, when you watch those inspiring stories, Listen, Hallmark, like, do not watch Hallmark Dan at nine o'clock. I told you. He is a sucker for the. Those, but they just ended up together. Those really poignant like commercials, to too. Yeah. Like to get him. Turn to Lifetime. Go to yeah. Lifetime instead. Oh, yeah. So, so, yeah, I've not done that a whole lot. And I. The war hero reenacted with the dog or reunited with the dog. <laughs> still, still going. <laughs> But yeah, so I did cry a lot that night. I we went to that was that the the day we went to the yeah, Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. So we booked an Airbnb because if my whole because Mike was going to be there, and like we were like, okay, it'll give you guys a little space too, and us a little space, and Dan's working anyways, and whatever. And it was only like two minutes, and from it was our two house. minutes from the house, yeah. and it wasn't too expensive because it was COVID, so they were like. Please, introducing their right. I, I gotta say, speaks volumes of our friendship because my entire family, which is a lot, has been in their home with their entire family, which is a lot, mm-hmm. and which, vice versa. which which makes a lot. And like right now, they're visiting, and their entire family is here with my entire family, which is a lot. I don't know. It feels like a party. It, I'm thoroughly. It does. I mean, it. except for the children, such yeah. as seven. Like, it is a party, but there are times. Under seven. Well, here's the thing. I'm a seven. But I have come to learn by being married to someone who is very much not a seven 
that sometimes you need a little space. Right. And I didn't. Do people just know the numbers that we're talking uh, about. When so about so when I when <laughs> when as a, as a Gemini. Oh, I know that the eucalyptus plant. <laughs> if we're picking numbers, down ceiling. I'm gonna go with so as a ten. Yeah, I am. Well, you're a ten. <laughs> ow, ow. You're just a ten from the waist down, though. If you oh ain't a ten, you a nine point nine. Oh, oh. oh my gosh, I can't sing country music. Okay, so you're saying. So, anyways, I'm a very like people person, outgoing. My husband is not, and I have learned through ten years of marriage that sometimes. I have to, like, die to that part of myself in order to make my husband more comfortable. And that means being like, hey, let's get you an Airbnb so your family... I knew you could do that. You've been lying to me for 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Paige is not amazing at that, but it's just really funny because we're the same people. We're the same people. Very similar struggles. So anyways... (laughs) Get these people the hell out of my house, please. I mean, mean, we have a small house. Like, we have three bedrooms... And at that point, we had two children. You had two children there. One of them was an office too, because Dan was using. Dan it to was work using one of the bedrooms so as really an you office. Had a two bedroom. Two home. bedroom. Yeah, so it was just cramped. So it was like you guys were using one bedroom, our kids were in the other. <laughs> we, with so we us. I slept in your kid's bed. Yeah. 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 So we got an Airbnb, and the plan had been for Mike and Paige and the kids to stay there, and. So then after Mike left, I think I asked you, like, okay, what do you want to do? Do you want me to cancel the Airbnb? Do you want me to stay with you? What would you like? Mm-hmm. And I think, Dan, I remember you saying, like, what can we do? Like, yeah, Dan, what do you need? Yeah, both of you were incredible. Um, and so you wanted to go to the Airbnb, so I went with you. We packed up your kids, got you all settled in. I think I, like... We got you food. We got food. Yeah, we went to Aldi and got groceries. Yeah, and then I was like, do you want me to hang out? Do you want me to leave? I think we ended up getting the kids in bed. I think I remember snuggling and reading books in the bed with Mm -hmm. Memphis and Zayo. And uh, then you were like, I just need to take a bath and I need to be by myself. And I was like, okay. Like, I needed to cry. mm -hmm. I really needed to... I, I also don't like bad feelings, and so I just needed to be alone and feel those. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had been in counseling, and they tell us the value of feeling your feelings. And so I knew that I needed to go and feel those feelings, even though I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. So that's what it did. It's not so fun. I think that's, a, again, speaking to y'all's character, that like y'all were in protective mode. And, like, what can we do to take care of you? And let's get you to the Airbnb. And you gave me one of your cars. And, <laughs> like, I just... I mean, Dan was working from home and I was on disability, so we don't really need both. But, you know, like, you were just violated in one of the boldest ways possible. And your thought was still to protect and take care of me. Like, you could... People don't do that. And I think... <sighs> I think we can just say, like, you know, that's what, you know, people are supposed to do. But, like, the reality is what people are supposed to do and what people do are vastly different. Mm -hmm. And so, thank you. Thank you for loving me. (laughs) Thank you for taking care of my wife and my kids when I chose not to. Mm. I think it's such a a picture of God's kindness in y'all's life. And... 
I'm honored to be y'all's friends. Honored. Gosh, you freaking guys with these feelings. <laughs> no, like, it, I, I am... Let's go to Disney, Dan. <laughs> I'm well aware that the Lord holds our stories sobbing. and that he navigates our paths. And I am... My gosh, I would never repeat this. I would, knowing what I have on the other side of it, repeat this year again. But I cannot imagine doing it without having you guys to hold me. And you did. You all held me in one of the most tangible ways possible. In literally the worst day of my life. <laughs> Feel those feelings, you seven. <laughs> I'm feeling them. I'm feeling them. That's what family's for, you know? That's what friends are for. Yeah. That was the worst. <laughs> so we stayed in Buffalo, me and the kids. We hung out. It was really they was were it, not that it was awkward like was because it eight, they, was it eight days how many days was it? I don't know it was like I think I we remember. stayed like six or five or six extra days. I think you been, ended up leaving a little early or something. No, didn't you? we had talked about extending it. Oh, if because Mike was coming in that maybe oh. me and Mike would extend it, and I was like, no, nope. Yeah. Um, it was not awkward because you guys made it awkward. It was awkward because like. We were all experiencing this really awful time. Yeah, and then we had together. like four little kids who had no idea what was going on, and we were. And I'm trying to protect my kids. Obviously. Yeah, and we're trying to like care for these small, demanding humans while also navigating this like really sad, awful time that blindsided all of us. Mm-hmm. It. I don't know. Sometimes. Sometimes you can, like, see divorces happening. You can see... But this was just, like, what? Like, I think all of us were just, mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? Yeah. And then I started feeling angry. It took me a couple days. You... Uh, <laughs> you asked me if you wanted me to... You asked me if I wanted you to press charges at some point. Because I was trying to, like... Because that's when I found out that, like, it had... This had happened before. Right. Like, he had taken some pills from Beth at that point. Yeah. And and I and I was like, I, I mean, this has happened so many times. And I wasn't sure, like, is this going to change if, if he doesn't actually have the, any consequences? And right. that's, and that's I what I was thinking. I think you said that. Like, Cause, and I wasn't like I wanted to, like, I, was, I wasn't trying to, like, punish him. But I was like, I don't know if he doesn't have consequences. Is he ever going to change? Um, and so I was like, I don't know what do you want me to do? You know, obviously I didn't yeah, it want... it was very much a, you asked me, like, is yeah. this something you would like me to do for Like, I didn't you? want him to be incarcerated or anything and away from you guys, but I wanted... I mean, I might have... <laughs> you know, like... And then, so, but I, I was starting to feel... Oh, it's That's okay. He, he was <laughs> We both a, had pandemic babies. He was babies. feeling the yeah. feelings. He was feeling the feelings, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and then all, during all of this, we both got... Knocked up. Yeah. <laughs> I left their house, uh, came home to Nashville, and like three, four days later found out I was pregnant. They went on vacation for Dan's birthday. Like, to a, they did a staycation for Dan's birthday. And then five days after that, found out they were pregnant. Surprise. So, so we had babies a week apart. It was a, it was a crazy time for all just so little bundles of love and joy coming our way it was right just added so much greatness 
coping mechanisms. But yeah, so I think, I think I like, oh, that, oh, I remember thinking that dummy, because I remember you said you couldn't sleep the night before. Right. And I started getting really mad because then like we found out like you had taken all the Adderall that night. I was like, no wonder you couldn't sleep, you dummy. You took a bunch of stimulant medication. (laughs) And I was just like getting all like fiery, fiery and pissed. But so it wasn't perfect. Okay. Is what I'm trying to say. No, yeah, <laughs> not, not an expectation. Okay, so in that, what has God taught y'all in this last year, or what? I mean, it didn't have to be a year, y'all. About, about everything in your life, not just this. <laughs> no, about like what has this? And I'm springing this on has to you right now. Has this had any effect on you? I guess. Yeah, like I don't know. Or, you know, like God uses all things. So I think. Right off the bat, I think we both were like, whoa, because we had been through some hard times over the prior six months and, you know, like we had been struggling and, and, and just like, I know I'd personally been struggling with like my mental health and I think we both were kind of like, okay, but at least we're not struggling with addiction, <laughs> you know, like, and I mean, that sound. does that no, sound terrible? we were laughing. Like, <laughs> we were like, you know, we're not the Guzmans. No, no, no. I just mean like, oh, that wasn't that. that, that wasn't like, that's a burden that you guys have had to bear. And that was a struggle. And we have had our own burdens and it was kind of like, okay, everybody's got something. Right. Everybody has a burden and, and I shouldn't sit here and feel bad for myself because of the struggles that I've gone through. And the hard times, because honestly, like God is going to use it no matter what to teach you something and to grow you. And, and, and if I don't let the things that I'm going through make me better, then I'm just going to end up being like worse off for it, obviously, if that makes sense. But I think, so I think it just gave us a little bit of perspective and we both kind of just like, we both held each other a little tighter and we're just kind of like, Hey, you know, like I'm incredibly thankful for you and for the fact that that's not a struggle. I think it helped our communication a little bit too. Um, and then, uh, and then I took a travel job in California because I was like, uh, leave this house. And that kitchen. And that kitchen. (laughs) kitchen. Every time I see this destroyed kitchen that Mike did, I think I'm Mike. (laughs) Gotta get out of this house. (laughs) So, I mean, I think I, uh, yeah, I think I left it all behind. No, (laughs) I took a travel job in California, okay, because of the pandemic and nursing and stuff. But I don't know. What what do you think? That we all need grace with one another. Mm -hmm. Uh, That... That you can pretty much get beyond anything with the right amount of grace from the right people you need it from in your life. And that, I mean, you want other people to show you grace, so you show grace to them. Mm-hmm. And nobody's perfect. Pobody's nerfect. Pobody's nerfect. What's that from? The Office! Okay, I haven't seen that episode. Okay, well, now we all, the three of us, have shared trauma against Amanda. (laughs) I don't know if we'll recover. I'll try to extend grace to you. Okay, we all have our shit, okay? Mine is that I haven't been able to stay awake and watch all the episodes of The Office. 
you have to bleep out? Now you do. Yes, you do. I got it right there. I swear I heard someone say a cuss word. Yeah, we know you swear. (laughs) We just established that. I swear I heard you say shit. Can we just talk? (laughs) I only get two beeps per one. Don't say it again, Amanda. Oh my gosh, we're still recording? (laughs) Can we just talk about how I wasn't the one to cuss on your podcast? Okay, but really is... Don't say it again. <laughs> a swear, because it's just another name for poop. I've said that that's you know my what? favorite one. You know I what? love it. You know what? She is... We have a nurse, yeah. mother, wife in the house. I think if anybody's allowed to do it, you are. Thank you. And I was in the army. I mean, like, you should hear all of the Ooh. swears that they say. Yeah. How about... Well, I, is, is it is it swear like a... Or cuss like a soldier or cuss like a sailor? Which one is it? It's I sailor. think it's a sailor. Sailor's but, mouth. Yeah. Butcher so... Mouth. I think what God's taught me in y'all's friendship is a lot of forgiveness um, and the grace that you guys extended me. And I know that it wasn't me who personally offended you, but I married the guy who personally offended you. And I mean, that is just a wild violation. And to be able to be on the receiving end of your grace. And like, the, I think this was the first time we've all four been in the same. Yeah. It's been the, this week has been the first time that all four of us have been back together again. Mm-hmm. And the grace of like, just not skipping a beat, just hanging out, um, like we normally would, like that's been so life-giving and so fun. And again, just a picture of grace and forgiveness. And It helps that I really love to eat food with Mike because <laughs> I mean, y'all are both foodies. We are such foodies and I appreciate that he wants to order multiple appetizers just like me. And that Dan and Paige could eat Red Robin for the rest of their lives and choke on it. Uh, Dan and I would split one meal and save $25 and high five on the way out. And then we'd buy a Red Robin to continue making (laughs) money to fund those. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, One thing I've learned over this past year is that it's really important for me to order out and support the small businesses. Okay. That's true. It's true. We went to uh, Skull's Rainbow Room last night. It was a great time. And that was really good so food. So delicious. So delicious. Anybody in Nashville, if you haven't gone there. Yeah, the food People is- from, not from Nashville, if you come to Nashville, <laughs> you need to go there. The food, the environment, everything about it was just delicious and quaint and wonderful. Quaint. The jazz bar. Is the yeah. jazz bar quaint? I guess it'd be quaint. It was quaint. It was quaint. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on, on the subject of things learned... Um, I didn't, ex- I didn't expect grace from Dan and Amanda. I certainly didn't expect it from Paige. Um, and believe me, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get it. Oh, not, <laughs> but not at first, which under, I mean, like she didn't owe it to me. Uh, I didn't, I did not deserve it. I, I, I don't deserve it to be honest with you. Um, that's the, that's the thing about grace that I think people don't think about, um, but I didn't deserve either of your guys' grace. Um, and I, I, I half almost didn't expect it, not out of character for, of you, like your character, but just out of like, yeah, like when you, when you do something to somebody and you harm people, you know, like there, there's stuff comes out of that, you know, bur- bridges are burned and people are hurt and offended and that's, you know. That's kind of how it is. And, you know, like I was saying last night uh, over some cocktails, you know, like 
I'm utterly grateful because, um, <clears throat> you know, like if it's funny, one time I heard, uh, Amanda on the phone talking to Paige about the podcast and like Amanda made a statement, like, have you ever thought about like, what if it wasn't my Adderall that Mike took? And like that, that's a, that's a real, like, that's a real intriguing and like very deep thought to have because what if it wasn't, you know, like what if it didn't happen the way that it happened? What if she wasn't in a safe place? You know, like what if she wasn't away from me already? You know, like would I have ever stopped? You know, because the situ- the situation was perfect because she wasn't at home with me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I instantly felt the weight of my decision because I was cut away from my family. Mm-hmm. Like I was literally 12 hours away from her, from them, mm-hmm. you know, and they were in a safe place where Paige could be a number seven and be away and not have to deal with it, but also deal with it, you know? And mm-hmm. like, if you guys weren't the people you were, I mean, you could have been like, screw this guy. Like you're divorcing him. Let's press charges. So that way you get the kids. Let's set you up. So he's gone and you're good, mm-hmm. you know? But that's not what you guys did. And that's, you know, that's not what happened. And so I really thought about that. Like, what if it wasn't Amanda's Adderall that I stole, you know? And it's, I'm, as much as, as much, as much, literally as much as I hate it, I'm grateful that that's what happened. As much as it sucked to live through, like, I can't think of a better yeah. situation for it to happen. It, 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 it took all... And, because so, it was a forced accountability. So, I, so I, it's, it's, Great it's been super duper, like, we were, you guys are sitting there doing the outline earlier on the couches. And at that point, it, it just started the whole fun of this night for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Uncomfortable. Super like. fun. <laughs> super fun talking about this. And, Your stomach's and, churning. And re- remembering, re- remembering, like, their time frame and hearing it and remembering where I was at. Because I was not in a good place. I was in a very dark place. Like, I wasn't taking the Adderall and being like, <laughs> woo, let's do this. Like, let's party. It was like, I take it, and then I'd feel, like, awful about myself. Mm. And then the good thing is the high would then come and make the awful go away. So, um, and then an hour later it would go away, and then I'd feel awful. So, I probably would have stole more if that never came up. So, that's real good. But, yeah. Um I'm grateful for you guys, and I'm grateful that it happened that way. Well, it's not like the, the thing that makes lines like that so difficult to navigate, but so worthwhile. Like we're we're supposed to forgive, the metaphoric seventy times seven, which is a lot of forgiveness, and you don't ever want to, like you don't want to be an enabler, and you don't want to let. Uh, people's actions go without consequence and you don't want to and so it's always difficult to be like oh well should I you know is this the time that like it's too far mm-hmm. you know and you know and I think there's some times where that's it's important and you need to do that because it's unhealthy and there's no remorse but like I think that's why it felt natural for me is because I don't I would rather I would rather be the fool that gave one more chance because I believed that someone, you know, could 
you know, could get past that, could get over that hump, could, you know, do that thing that seemed impossible, then, you know, the person who, like, wasn't willing to do that and changed trajectories negatively because uh, of grace you wouldn't show that you yourself would also want if you were in a similar place. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for showing me that grace. I love you. I love you. You okay, Amanda? Mm-hmm. So Amanda went to Disney with us? <laughs> no, we, we, uh, last they month? They know that. Cause I, I, know. We, I know, we talked about that. But boy, what do I was, they know that. My, <laughs> one of the things is, like, making amends and celebrate recovery. And we had talked about, like, this is coming up, and this is part of the step, and whatever. And the whole time, my, I, not the whole time, but when Amanda got there, I was like, this might be a good time to do that. And so I think... I'm at Disney. I'm at the happiest place in the hunt earth. <laughs> I don't want to make amends. Um, but I, I actually tried to twice, but because there's children everywhere and it was crazy hectic, it didn't work out. <laughs> but then I got to do it for you and Dan. So much better. Yeah. Because Dan was there. <laughs> I just think it's really funny in my mind thinking about you trying to make amends in Disney as we're like... Speed walking through the park. Because like, listen, if you guys have ever far? been to a, a a park with Paige, I don't run. She doesn't ever. She doesn't get me in a theme park. <laughs> she doesn't do things leisurely at the theme park. Okay, and I was trying to like walk and chill and like breastfeed while walking, and Paige is just like full steam ahead. <laughs> we are gonna make it to like listen. The park closes in fifteen minutes. We can do three more rides. Let's go. <laughs> and so and That's we're like story. we have like. You know, three kids that are like kind of whiny and stuff at that point, and so we're just like, I'm like, but guys, we can ride the go karts and go to the carousel one more time. Guys, welcome Let's to go. every day of my life, dude. It, it, oh, I'm there. It was. Hey, I'm not like that. <laughs> no, that is her wing eight. Okay, yeah. that is her seven wing eight, and I am not a seven. We have eight. so like avoided talking about the enneagram on the podcast. Why? The entire time. Uh, just that's a different podcast for a different day. Yeah. Anyways. Now um, I'm intrigued. Oh, no. so is everybody else. I'm sorry. Guys, thank you so Are much. Are we going to be on that episode too? Sure, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for just sharing your story because it's a crappy one, but I would like to challenge friends that are listening. Please be Dan and Amanda friends. <laughs> Please extend that grace to the people in your life. Don't be Mike friends. No. And then get better, and then give me my friends. Then be be the better Mike friends. Yeah, the healthy one. The healthy, yeah. yes. Uh, and and I don't know. I just think that like everybody's got crap. Yeah. You know, we all nobody's perfect. And if you think that you're perfect, you have another thing coming. You're probably named John. <laughs> <laughs> and full there it is. Yeah.